I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL podcast and we've got Trade Week all wrapped up. My name is Heath and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So Brenton, you've got a highlight of the week past. I do. We're going to head to a UFC event. It was just a fight night event, so not a big one. There was uh, Joanna Champion versus Michelle Waterson. Um, but Crane Gracie as the co- co-main event. Co-main, yeah. Pretty sure co-main event. Yeah, versus Cub Swanson. So a bit of a step up in, in opposition for, for Crone. Um, but here's where I knew that he was in big, big trouble. Yeah. So obviously, Crone Gracie. And did they do the Gracie entrance? They did not. He came out by see, himself. See, there's the problem. And another part of his entrance was a problem. Yep. Um, so he's come out, and this is where I knew he was definitely going to lose. When they're introducing me, they're like, Crone Gracie, obviously, if anyone doesn't know, son of probably the arguably the best BJJ, most important BJJ person ever. Uh, and he comes out, and they're like, Crone Gracie out of San Diego, where the fuck he's from. Um, he is a jujitsu and boxer. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, hang on. A little bit understated? Way overstated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, beach fights count, yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, amongst su- your own family? Yeah, even uh, then, he ain't boxing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna say, I'm surprised he didn't go with 400 and 0. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as soon as they said that, I was like, oh, no. no. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. We saw this with Damian Meyer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he went for a good two years, didn't he? We yeah. wanted to show everyone his stand He knocked up. one person out. It was like, I'm a boxer. And Crone's <laughs> trained with the Diaz brothers and gone, yep, I'm a boxer now. He was, <laughs> Jesus This is like the, the boxing version of Bangkok Ready. The, the whole flat earth thing makes sense now. Well, yeah. it was funny afterwards when Cub won, he put out a, a tweet that said something along the lines of, this is for all my globe heads. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, Earth's round too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's a highlight, yeah, but I was going for Crone, obviously. It's pretty hard not to like the, like the kid. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, funny thing how people can get their egos um, mixed in um, like that a little bit. How very ungracie-like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And he thought he won that fight too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Um, Josh, you got a highlight of the week? Well, yeah, I do actually. Um Everyone should be aware that there's scam emails going on. Everyone acknowledges this is a thing, yeah? Yeah. Yep. So the missus gets uh, an email saying, tell us we want to give you a $500 uh, Visa prepaid gift card. Of course they do. And she's like, I've got a feeling this might be a scam. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm reasonably confident uh, because, one, they don't, don't identify you by name. Yep. <laughs> Two... The link that says Telstra.com actually goes to some shaky UK site that's cloned. And three, we don't have any accounts with Telstra. Yeah, yep. And she's like, oh, oh I didn't think of that. I'm like, wait, what made you think it might be a scam? She's like, oh, the logo's skewed. 
<laughs> so the graphic designer the, in her one out. The graphic designer, yeah. Oh, uh, it's, it's good that she picked up on that little cue. But I was just like, it's, so none, it's just the, the logo bit. Yeah. Just if they had a, an intern running their EDMs, yep. uh, we would have been. No, well, no, no. There's a um, a theory uh, that I've read that you know those scam emails are deliberately like they're filtered with um, spelling mistakes and things like that because it filters out smart people. Yeah. Because only the dumb people will fall for the scam. So therefore, why put the effort in to attract smart people? Just get the dumb people. Yeah, they're gonna wait. Yeah, gonna waste your time. Actually, I think I might have seen that on an episode of QI because they're sending out billions of emails, and you only need one or two to hit. You know. Yeah, but it seems like you're making an effort to misspell things then, and excluding the not supremely dumb people. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's exactly it. Yep. But what's the what's the point of that? Because they're the ones that are going to fall for it anyway. No, but why go to the effort of excluding them then? Because they're not going to fall for it. Yeah, but why? I think you're why missing bother? a little little step there, though. That's they're not their target market. Think of it that way. No, no, that's fine. But how if they're not their target market, they won't fall for it anyway. Then what's the benefit? Um, you filter them out of the system. But they're going to filter themselves out by not falling for it. Yeah, but then they're the ones that might go halfway through or something like that, um, and call you know um, do something to fuck up your whole system or you spend time explaining it to them or, or something like that. Hey, Josh, I've got a $5 <laughs> toaster prepaid card. <laughs> uh, um, I have a, only a very small highlight, which uh, happened uh, yesterday when I was getting off the bus and there's a little high street of shops there. Yeah. Um, and I saw a guy in a Bentley Continental pull up and buy lottery tickets at the newsagent. I just thought, oh, that's a weird thing to say. Lottery it? is a great way to clean money. But it wasn't the GT, though, was it? It was just the regular Continental. So just the regular, yeah. The peasant version. But it was, like, brand spanking new. Yeah, but um, it was only the quarter million, not the half million. Yeah, yeah about that. Um, the thing is, though, he was wearing a Bentley T-shirt as well, so I think he might be the mechanic, so it was essentially his work car. Yeah. Or he but just anyway. bought it, and maybe they threw the T-shirt in. They'd fucking want to throw a T-shirt or some shit in. Or maybe that's how he won enough money to get the Bentley, and now he's just, I want another one. Well, there's probably yeah. some change in the in the cigarette tray. So yeah. he's just bought about it. ninety bucks worth of tickets too. So you know he was desperate. Anyway, all right. Um, so, so how is Crown going these days? <laughs> Not good if you listen to uh, <laughs> oh, actually. Four corners. We could go into that because we've talked about it a fair bit. But uh, there was another story during the week that uh, you know uncovering in one of the private rooms um, somebody who's tied in with these Chinese um, syndicates that uh, bring people out there was. Um, uh, Changing over a bag full of money. And you I thought, say. oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I need to go out and get some pearls so I can clutch them. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, but isn't that the point? That is the whole <laughs> point, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a bag full of money. Like, yeah. There's a yeah. reason they're in a private room. Remember yeah. there was a law that was proposed, I don't know if it passed or not, that you couldn't buy anything for more than 10 grand in cash because they're trying to get rid of the cash economy. Yeah. I don't know if it got through, but just Crown alone would be like, yeah, no, we'll have an exception to that. Thing. Well, you can buy things with chips there, so yeah, you can say we'll have the exception. Yeah, that'll be we'll write the we'll write the exception for you. Yeah, you just and pass I mean, that for us. And I mean, there's many laws that don't apply inside Crown, like yeah. smoking. Like it's the only place in Victoria you're allowed to smoke inside. Yeah, and even that, I'm not sure you are allowed to by law, but Crown's like fuck it, we'll pay the fine, don't care. No, no they have it is by law because legally Crown wrote the law. Yes, That's right. how it works. There you go. Here's what I'm going to do. Uh, nah, let's just let's, let's take care of it. Here's only, what you're going to do. Only in the high rollers areas. But yeah. the funniest part of that is, though, it's they don't even have to offer bribes. They're just like, look, our tax bill is this fucking much. Uh, do you want us to not pay that tax bill? 
It's not even that. Like they come, the politicians come begging. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Please, how can we please you? This, they want to do this. What do you think? Here's what you're going to do. You're going to fuck that law off and do this instead. But I still feel like everybody knows this. Like, what's I the... don't think it's a secret. Yeah, what's the, what's the story here? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, all the shit that they're talking about isn't the worst shit either. And um, Which brings us to, uh, we'll gradually move towards football with this one. Um, I, I do feel like I want to talk about this. Not for very long, though. Uh, there was another story today in uh, the papers about the Essendon uh, drug saga. Mm. Now, the poor journo, um, if you read the story, the crux of it is um, the drug that Essendon players were alleged to have taken wasn't on the ASADA banned list until the day before the charges were um, brought forward or made public. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you read the whole article, in the second last paragraph, um, they have a quote from somebody from ASADA um, who says, uh, the ASADA list is is only a guide. It's been on the banned WADA list, which is the legal list for 10 years earlier. <laughs> and to me, it feels like the journo has done all this research and then just before posting, has rung Asada, got that quote and gone, oh, shit. <laughs> well, I've fucking done the work yeah, now. I'm yeah. posting it. <laughs> but, but even with that, I think another quote he had was, even if it wasn't on the list, it doesn't mean it's allowed. This yeah. isn't a banned list. This is an allowable list. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if it's not on the list... That doesn't mean it's legal. It just smacks of somebody that's thought they found something, yeah. done all the work, and then realised it's worth nothing. Yeah, and posted it anyway. But I mean, the Asada list doesn't say it's illegal to squirt Gatorade in your urethra. <laughs> Does not mean it's going to get you past. I I just thought it was it was a great journalistic work where fuck it, you know, I don't want to give it up. I've yeah. re- I spent all this time on it. I've got a deadline. I've got nothing else. He's like, you know the thing is, though? He's like, usually I steal my content from Reddit. I've done, <laughs> I've done this all myself this time. This is why I don't fucking do my own work. The fun part, though, was all the Essence supporters that read three quarters of the article and were like, fucking vindicated, it's bullshit, yeah, I knew it was. And then they've just uh, either omitted or had it drawn to their attention that, you know, this doesn't mean shit, yeah? Uh I saw a lot of the latter Essendon supporters just gone, oh, for fuck's sake. We know like, it means nothing. Can we just let the wounds heal, please? <laughs> Joe Watson was not one of those. <laughs> anyway. Oh, poor Joe. Like, mate, you got no business being in the media. <laughs> oh, let's, let's not go there, poor old Joe. Uh, I've, I, I've I hear his, he makes a good coffee. I've loved his commentary of the trade week or... <laughs> It's like remember, remember uh, back in the day there was Baghdad Bob, who was out there uh, during the uh, first or second Gulf War. I think it was second Gulf War for the Iraqis, saying oh, you know we're we're yeah. destroying all the Americans. They're dropping like flies. They're nowhere near. In the background, you see American tanks bombing the fuck out of the joint. The Iraqi uh, PR officer, yeah. basically. Yeah, was, I do remember it now. It was just you know he, he was there to talk bullshit and. <laughs> He, he probably had eight guys with guns off screen just uh, pointing yeah, at him. This is what you've got to say. But yeah, he took it to new levels. It was yeah, like, brilliant. I, I think that's Job. He's just there, He's there. front and fresh. And then he said, look, I'll let you guys down. The, I'll front up now. The quote you're referring to was when he said Danaher is in the five best players in the AFL. He's not in the five best players of his team. No, he's not no. in the five best full forwards. He's not in the five no. best uh, forwards. It, it was forwards. torn apart online, which was great reading because a lot of people said, okay, here are the six All-Australian forwards from this year. Who would you put him ahead of? And I looked at him and went, nope. No, none of them. Well, like, look at a full forward. Like, l- let's say he's a full forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Franklin's ahead of him. Kenny's yeah. ahead of him. Like, that's, that's, that's laid out. Without a doubt. Um, Brown's had a much better past three years. 
Yep, yeah, because he's been he's been <laughs> second in the Coleman. Joe <laughs> hasn't played in those two years, so that is oh, very. Le- you uh, sorry, yes, Joe hasn't either. So Joe hasn't right either. Either of them. Yeah. So take them both together. Fuck it. Nobody can argue with that. Yeah, I would put Rewalt and Tom Lynch ahead of him as well. Well, so there's two from the Tigers. Tom Lynch has got him covered. Um, um, so if he walked into the Tigers now, he's not top five in the AFL. He's not top three <laughs> at yeah. the Tigers. He's going to struggle to have VFL running that team. <laughs> Um, and you could also make an argument for you know Tex Walker. He's been around the same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. He's still had a better 2018, 2019. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you could also look at um, even blokes like Gunston. Um, has yeah. been quite serviceable. He's definitely been more consistent. Yep, yeah. and more flexible. Fuck it, throw Jesse Hogan in there. Um, now, see, I think now with Jesse Hogan, you're starting to hit. That's yeah. that's where he is. Yeah. Jeremy Cameron. I mean, this is Coleman medalist. Yeah, I've no, forgotten him. No. I should have had him. Uh, I've ignored that bloke's existence uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Gold Coast. But um, yeah, I'm I'm not against the bloke. But uh, let's be fair. His best game was a six goal game, which yeah. is was it a while ago? <laughs> it was 2017. Uh, I, I think out of his ten best games, uh, it was between four and six goals, and eight of them were in 2017. Um, it's uh, we may as well start there about the trade that didn't happen and was it never going to happen? Um, oh, it, wasn't, uh, it was like watching two virgins trying to fuck. Like, <laughs> how often have they, you they watched? How often have you watched two virgins trying to fuck? Uh, I, I, I got a filter on my Pornhub, <laughs> um, but it's like Essendon are up there. It's like, look, we're not going to trade him. We don't want to trade him, but we'll have a chat anyway. And so uh, Swan's like, look, we don't want him. We'd never wanted him, but you know, we'll have a look at what price you're offering. And it was just. Like if both of them were telling the truth at the start, they'd be like, okay, so trades are happening. Yep, trades are happening. All right, done. Well, but- Instead, they're like, all right, he's, uh, well, he's a decent player, but we're paying fuck all for him. No, he's a top player. You're paying everything for him. That, that's exactly it. They, I feel like they were pretty honest. Like, as Essendon said, look, we'd rather this trade didn't happen. Uh, we want him to play for us. He's contracted. We want him to play. Well, they get what they deserve then. Since he's asked, we'll talk. Um, uh, Sydney, we want the world for him. And Sydney have gone, you know what? We don't really want him that much, but if you give him to us for cheap, we'll take him. And so both clubs don't really want to make this trade, <laughs> but the media did. The yeah. media wanted this trade. Yeah, and again, Watson and uh, Lloyd were talking about like, uh, what was it? They wanted uh, Heaney, five and nine. And yeah, so like, two first Jesus rounders Christ. and a top quality player. Yeah, it's like, no, that's, that's even if uh, Josh Kennedy. Who's or Jeremy Cameron are on the market now? They're not worth that. No, um, you, you could make an argument if Dusty was on the table. I go two first rounders and Heaney, who's a top player. Like, yeah, you know what? We've really got to. We can't knock that back without thinking about it. Yeah, like, um, yeah. I don't think Sydney Arrestin are in the position for that. I, I think if you were a top six side, you'd probably make that trade. Yeah, I, I think no. A lot of teams would. You know what? We're sorry. We're going to take the afternoon. We're going to talk about this one. We're going to bring our captain in. Yeah. We need to talk about this. Hmm. For Joe Danherp, you go no. no. Like it, yeah. it is really one of those ones. We do not want this deal to happen. Yeah. Um. And I'm fine with it. I'm like I think Sydney have done the right thing, and I think Essendon did the right thing. The media is the idiot. No, I think Essendon missed the trick. To be honest, I, I maybe I'm probably wrong because fuck knows I've been, but uh, I don't. I don't rate Watson as highly as they did. I think they could have got a lot of mileage out of him because he might be... I Again, don't expect him to play more than half the season next year. Danaher, Danaher, you, yeah. you and I have both Danaher. made the same mistake in the space of five minutes. <laughs> both washed up. Um, I, I don't expect him to play 23 games next year. I don't expect him to play half a season next year. He's, 
I think he's got that sort of injury that's going to keep hampering him. He'll turn it on for two or three games, yeah. but it's like an Adelaide Crows carry. But at the same yeah. time... Without it being as good beforehand. He might come good, though. He might. Uh, and he's mm. 27 now, so this should be his peak years. They've paid his sick leave for the last two years. Yeah. You want some return on that investment? You know, when does he grow into his adult body? <laughs> I think he just doesn't care. Uh, it's pretty obvious a lot of the people in the Essen team don't care. Like There was one, one week where him... Uh, fucking Watson? No, no, no. <laughs> Heppel? Yeah, Heppel and a couple of other Essendon boys were. How the fuck did you pull at, Heppel? I don't know. At, at my bar, getting hammered before the game, like <laughs> day before the game, <laughs> day before. Yeah, and like what? Uh, fucking not Watson. <laughs> Danaher was on, I, was injured, so fair enough. But the rest of them were like, "What the fuck?" But obviously, sh- none of us there like Essendon. So yeah. like, sweet, have some shots, boys. <laughs> Are you sure you weren't hammered? And well, just, I definitely was. And just yeah, looking but, at your boss because he looks a bit like a mini Joe Danaher. With that moustache. Oh, yeah, a little bit. I thought you were talking about my actual boss there. I was like, what the f-? He looks He looks like a front rower from Tonga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so it's just like, obviously, they don't give a fuck. No, well, actually, yeah. um, Brendan Goddard said a bit of the same, didn't he? Yeah. He yep. said that uh, he wasn't committed to his rehab. I don't know where B- uh, BJ gets his info from, but he was around. Uh, yeah, probably he's got some sources. Probably his fucking eyes. Yeah, yeah he was around Essendon for a fair bit of time. And you can't fault BJ for, I mean, you can't ever say that he didn't care. He cared too much. Fucking oath he did. Yeah. He, he fucked some pretzels up. That's how much yeah. he cared. Yeah. All right. So, do, do we want to go through some of the trades? I, I think nah. we'll go through them nah, one by one that. and decide yeah. who's the winner. I mean, um, kick off with Ellis. Uh, that's a free agent. Yeah. Yep. Still. A, right. That's why yeah, it was, that there. was the first one. Yep. Start there then. But, um, I think that's a win for both. Uh, yeah. It is one of those things that happens when you've won um, a couple of premierships. Yep. Um, yeah. Some players get squeezed out. And, you know, last time uh, the Tigers won. Lloyd got squeezed out. Uh, yep. Was it Anthony Miles? Yep, Miles as well. Uh, might have been one or two others. Was Short in that as well? No, he's still around. Jane Short, oh, he played grand final. Yeah. But- um, there was also little fucking... Oh, who else is there? Captain of our of our bees now. I, I, right. I, I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, um, name escaped me. So you're right. He's going to go up to uh, Gold Coast. You got a good offer too from him. Fucking like 600k a year. Yeah. All the best yeah. to him, okay. mate. He's putting in his hard work. Now look after yourself. It, it is one of those ones where, because uh, he was a restricted free agent, so Richmond yeah. could have matched it. Where I imagine they took the contract in, and Dimmer would have looked at him and gone, "Mate, you're a fucking idiot." Yeah, I, I imagine they probably negotiated his contract for him, yeah. mate. Just you signed that, you dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine um, that? Just like they're offering 550. We're not going to match that. Yeah. Tell me we are. Yeah. We're, we're totally going to match that. Or I'll make it 600. <laughs> I don't think we can push them any higher, mate. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, just, it's like, those, like when you're trying to bump up your own eBay listing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, right, no, I think we'll, we'll pull out. Pull out yeah, we'll go to that. Because I think I said to, to one of you uh, before, like, the, a lot of lawyers around here aren't getting paid that much. Yeah. Brandon exactly Ellis right. is getting 600K. Yeah. Brandon Ellis. Yeah. I'll tell you what, there'd be a lot of lawyers in the Gold Coast getting paid that much, though. And there yeah. are not, obviously, there are no legit Tiger fans who are like, fucking trader, what's he doing? You're like, all the best to you, mate. Yeah. You're not getting paid to the rich man. Everyone knows his story. Actually, on that, Make some um, cash. legit fans getting upset, there was the Daniel Wells story came out recently, and 90% of it focused on his time at Collingwood. Well, what's this story now? Uh, it was just a retrospective. Okay. And there was like an in depth uh, interview and article on it. But 90% of it focused on his time at Collingwood, and one of the journos like was saying. Games? Yeah, the journal was saying, well, you know, the hostile North supporters might, hang on, get what? fucked. <laughs> For a start, if it's North v Collingwood, you aren't hearing North supporters. And secondly, yeah. I have not met a North supporter that uh, was upset about it, and I've met them all. They, they fucking thought he was Lindsay Thomas. So, I mean, they, <laughs> did, did he play against North? Because he only played yeah. a handful of games. No, he did, and he 
kill us up for uh, a quarter. There you go. But uh, that was about it. Yeah, whatever. That, that's yeah. But I, I'm I, not a single person has wished him anything but the best because I, I, he wasn't getting a three year deal from North. No, if they if they did, I have not seen it either. No, you know, no, just, it, he was not on North's list in 2018. Um, Brandon Ellis, Gold Coast. I think that's a win-win. Yeah. Cam Ellis, Yeoman to Brisbane, another free agent. Again, it's just a win-win. A guy's going to get more um, opportunities yep. somewhere else, he reckons. Um, he's a big-bodied player, um, uh, CEY. Um, yeah. I, I, I like him. I like the way he goes yeah, about it. I think he fits in that Brisbane team very well. Uh, Toblinson to Melbourne. I don't mind that. I think that's... Uh, I think... Melbourne probably get the best of that deal, slightly. Yeah, I think so too. Because um, it was a compensation bit number 40, like yeah. a second rounder. And Tomlinson played in the grand final. So, I yeah. mean, uh, I know that uh, GWS had injury worries, but uh, that's, that's still good. Yep. Well, it's more than Melbourne can say. Like, oh. They won a final. Oh, yeah. Melbourne were ruining his career. And the last of the free agents was uh, Birchall uh, going up to Brisbane. Um, no compensation coming back in Hawks way, but... So, Everyone wins. Everyone wins, pretty yeah. much. Um, it's uh, one of those ones, again, uh, it's happened so often at Hawthorne the last three or four years that I'm just numb to it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in fairness, no compensation, but pick up decent players for fuck all. So, you know, yeah, it swings yeah, around about. swings around about, exactly. Um, and it's at the point at Hawthorne where they go, okay, if your body gets ready, um, you're still not going to be first choice. So, yeah. mate, if you can get a better deal somewhere else, go there. I think we had a rookie contract on the table for him. So it was essentially, look, if you can't get a game somewhere else, you'll still be an AFL player next year. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll make sure of it. Yeah, uh, Good on him. It's going to be good for um, Brisbane anyway. They lost Hodgie. They get yeah. virtual. But, it, but it's kind of like going out to a nightclub and uh, you know trying to pick up some chick and then realising that you're stuck with the, the tubby one and saying, look, I'm going to have a look around for someone else. Uh, if I don't come back, I'll just grab a handy in the car park from here. <laughs> yeah? yeah, okay. Uh, and I'd expect her to be upset at that. But, you know, good, good found a better offer. Yeah, good for him too because, I mean, you know, Brisbane finished second this year. I feel like they should just rename a position on the Brisbane team as Hawthorne Ambassador. Because <laughs> they tend to just stick one up there just see what's going on. You know, wow, report back to us. Last one worked out all right. Yeah. Um, he got a chance to get a fifth flag, the, the lad. Why yeah, not? Got near it. Um, no, I got no oh, it. We're going to have to start uh, part one of a 17 part uh, podcast series on the Tim Kelly trade. I think we just say it happened, didn't it? Um, yeah. I th- you know what's really good about the Tim Kelly trade is... It got uh, done early. Uh, <laughs> it screws over Geelong. Well, they've had 12 years in the making. Um, the fact is, he tried to get it done last year. Geelong really you know, stuck hard on what they wanted for him. Yeah. Um, so he played almost against his will, so to speak. Yeah. He, he did all right. Yeah, he did fucking effort. well, which is a credit to the lad that, you know, you don't want to be here really. You yeah. still gave 100% on the field. Um, and in the end, I think that Geelong actually did better out of this deal than West Coast. Um, so there can't be any complaints from the Geelong people because um, he played his heart out and they got a great offer. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to chat to his manager because do you remember that movie um, Wild Wild Creatures? I think it was. Wild with, Things? Wild, with, with John Cleese. No. no. And um, I was thinking of the one with Denise Richards. and uh, yeah, so I, was thinking too, I think yeah. of that often. Yeah. To be honest, um, no, it was. Well, I used to, but like internet's yeah, yeah right now. Yeah, yeah. It's still pretty good. Keep going. Um, but uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, John Cleese, whatever. Yep. Um, right at the end, the bloke who is was with Jamie Lee Curtis, but uh, is now getting his father's company. Right, is like, well, I don't know if I want to go through this. And John Cleese is like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I think I love Jamie Lee Curtis, and he's 
John Cleese like, no, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. He's like, well, what do I get out of this then? He's like, no, no, I get her, you get millions of dollars. He's like, oh, oh, yes, 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 that's right. <laughs> I feel like that's Tim Kelly. He's like, well, why should I play? Well, because you're a footballer. Yeah, but what's it for me? If you play well, millions of dollars. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. all right. That, that makes sense. I'll do that. I'll do that. Well, From you? I do think he's got like an 800% salary increase and signed a six-year deal. Um, Tell you what, must have really killed those KPIs. <laughs> I mean, good on him. He, he's come out winner of this yeah. for sure. But I think there are absolute host of picks that have gone uh, Geelong's way. Mm. Um, well, they've got uh, pick 14, uh, a first round, a second round, a future first round, yeah, and uh, a future third round. So an absolute ton of picks um, for him. Two first rounders, essentially. Not top five picks or anything, but mm. still first rounders. Yeah. Um, which, you know, became yeah. very active later on. I think the future first rounder is the big one because um, by all accounts, this draft uh, doesn't bat too deep. And that's based on the combine, which it doesn't really test your football um, mentality or anything and doesn't account for people who grow yeah. 14 inches in mm. uh, six months, which happens with guys like Cripps. Yep. But uh, the numbers they're putting up are pretty ordinary in every category except for long-distance running. There you go. Um, but they say that every year and then we go, hey, what about this guy? He was picked 50. Yeah. You know? How great yeah. was he? You know? And yeah. So it's the crop is the crop, you know? Yeah. Um, it's how you develop them. Well, you, you don't know until 10 years later, which is why in the next potty we'll talk about the 2009 draft. We will. Um, there's a, a pick swap that uh, St Kilda did, which was just to play around a little bit. Um, I don't think we want to talk about pick swaps, do we? Yeah. Well, I think some of them can be quite clever. This one, I think um, it's 12 and 18 for 6 and 59. Yeah, so one so first round clever. pick for two first round well, picks. Well, I think that, I think GWS are just really looking at getting um, academy player Yeah, Green, points. I think his name is. Uh, yeah, not Tom Green. Um no, his name doesn't matter. It's, but there's an academy player that they yeah, want. Yeah, he's supposed before. to be top five, but he got injured. Yeah. So he, he still... He'll fit right in at G2S. That's, <laughs> that's their brand. Still could go top five. Um, but anyway, that's, you know, one of those picks. A little bit speculative, but uh, it just... It was really... It was the uh, the single to vacant mid-on um, that St. Kilda needed before they really started a bat yeah. in this trade period. It just... That one just got their eye in. Um, but we'll get yep. more to the Saints later on. Uh, Sam Frost over to Hawthorne for late picks. Um, a lot of points, though. Yeah, Like, yes. it was uh, Frost, a third rounder, a fourth rounder, and a future fourth rounder. And they only gave up 50 in a second. A, a, th- a third in a second. Yeah. So, so they're getting a lot of points in a player. Like, to me, what the fuck has he done at Melbourne? Well, it's very funny because... Um, I was hearing very conflicting things from Melbourne supporters that uh, when he gets the ball in the hand, you've got to be scared with Frost. Right. But uh, most backmen are that way. Exactly. Like, And we've got Frawley, who's, yeah, okay, mate, know your limits. Uh, Stratton, who doesn't get a kick, but they're defenders. Mm. Your job is to stop your men. Well, Stratton's and, defender half Ruckman, so you, they don't kick. No, Stratton. You, no. I said half Ruckman. Yeah, he's never rucked in his life. Um, he's tried. <laughs> I, he got halfway there. I think. <laughs> exactly. um, but uh, I, I listened to Graham Wright um, on the Hawthorne podcast, who's our list manager, um, and he said he's. We want him to defend. Don't worry about his ball use. We want him as a defender. I'm like, that's fine, because Frawley's 31, 32. Right. So you know, really? he's he's getting there. Although he had a great year this year, and no. Stratton is thirty as well. So Frost is younger. 
Yeah. Um, and we've got a couple of guys like Caden Brand who are absolutely horrible with the ball at <laughs> hand. How, He's an upgrade. How long are <laughs> you expecting Frawley to stay on for? One or two. I mean, you know, he'd be giving up a, a lot of time for a, a winning career in, as a theoretical physicist or something, wouldn't he? <laughs> I think he's just had a kid too. Um, so he's uh, he's got to pad the bank account while he can. But he, he had a good year. You know, he knows his limitations now, I feel. But uh, anyway, I think that's... Uh, I'm happy enough with... If he uh, did, he wouldn't be driving. With mm. uh, with Frosty um, coming to Hawthorne. I, I think he's a decent pickup. I remember... Because he came from Collingwood, yeah? Melbourne. Melbourne. I mean, before that. Was no. he... No, no, he was uh, Melbourne all the way? Or Melbourne all the way. And he was a free agent that left Melbourne, and Melbourne got pick three for him. Yeah. They were very fucking happy with that. Hmm. Or it might have been pick two. I can't even remember. Yeah. Um, no, either way, I, I don't mind him as a player. I think he's pretty decent. Uh, uh, Frosty, you mean? Yeah. Is it Frosty you meant that came from? Yeah. No, no. He was Melbourne all the way as well. So. Yeah, fair enough. There was a Frost that played for uh, Collingwood, but he went to Brisbane or Gold Coast, I think Brisbane. And disappeared. Yeah. Um, vegan Brock Lesnar, I always called him. That's what he looked like. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, this, this version of Frosty has uh, been quite uh, handy. 100% so. effort type of player. Yeah, which I, I think always space a for lot of time, they're much better as a backman yeah. than if you had a player who is like a Gary Ablett type. You put him in the back pocket, not a fan. Yeah. No, I mean, you put him back pocket, you're a fucking idiot. But, uh. <laughs> All right, next one is uh, Egg Langdon has gone from Frio to Melbourne. I love this for Melbourne. I, think I do too. I think he's a quality player. Yep. He uses the ball well. And yeah. then he, they gave up, what, uh, a, a second rounder, which was 22, and a fifth rounder, which is 79, and a future second rounder. Um, look, for Frio, I think only the future second rounder is the one that works there. Yeah, so but, it's basically Ed Langdon and a second round for two second rounds. Yeah. Um, essentially. Um, I think it's a net loss to Frio yeah, in 2020, but maybe 2021 they might start to look good. I think Frio needs to start making those sort of 2021, 2022 trades, though, because they're going to suck in 2020. New coach on board. Yeah. So he's got two years of grace and then needs to win. So, look, use your grace uh, as much as you can. Frio, he's got nine years of grace and then, you know, <laughs> pressure starts him out. Uh, Usually use a grace to rebuild the team, get low draft picks. They'll finish bottom three next yeah. year, I reckon, uh, and then come strong. Uh, so, and the fact yeah. is, look, I, I like it for Melbourne. Uh, never mind what the picks, you know, they could happen. Mm. You know, uh, you could get the next Brownlow medalist with pick uh, seventy nine. Yeah. It could happen. I mean, it's happened before, um, but it just on what we see right here today. I like this pick for Melbourne. Yeah. I think they've done well. Yeah, for the twenty twenty season, I, I'm still not bullish on Melbourne. Um, no, but Ed Langdon's a good player. Yeah. A good ball user, and that's what they need. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I think Melbourne's biggest issue was getting so many new players in last year. Because that's uh, the only thing I can think of, because their squad is much, much better than um, where they finished. They didn't use the ball well at mm. all. There is that. Shit house. But I think part of it, too, is they didn't know what, it, what each other was doing and where they were going to go. Yeah. Which maybe that comes down to a poor preseason. I don't know. But uh, yeah, either way, Langdon isn't up on what they've got. Uh, the next pick was just late swaps for the Eagles and the Lions. Don't care. Yep. And then Eddie Betts to Carlton. I like it. I do. I I wouldn't expect him to to play every game, but he is a reason to turn up to the match. And for Carlton, whatever they're paying him is it might be much. It'll be like maybe three hundred. Well, three hundred of five hundred. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, Adelaide is still playing some of it. Yeah, which is even better. So Adelaide is subsidising the gate fees. For uh, <laughs> Carlton because at like, last season Carlton didn't draw a lot of crowd. Like, they did well for a Melbourne team, but not for the one of the big well, four, which they should be. No, they did well once they got Teague in. Yeah, that's mm. true. Once they started yeah. uh, winning a few, but 
Eddie Betts, uh, the first game he plays, you'll have a crowd yeah. there and they'll be in that forward pocket because they want to be able to go into work Monday and say, oh, I see that goal. Yeah, I was right there. I was right in front of him. Let's be honest. They take the pick of where you sit, that Carlton game. <laughs> well, no, no, the first game, remember, first is Richmond, Richmond on Thursday yeah. night. So yeah. maybe round two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look, we'll, we'll be there. And to be honest, I'll be looking for Eddie to kick one of those. Absolutely. Um. I think uh, what he brings off-field, though, is so much more valuable. And that's mm. why Eddie's only going to play one, maybe two years at uh, Carlton. But yeah. um, you get him in, you get other, especially Indigenous lads, because um, they look up to him like an idol, as mm. they should. Um, it, it helps their transition into AFL football. Yeah. yeah. But I also feel like this pressure, uh, this uh, trade, put pressure on Sydney for the Papley trade, because Papley had uh, nominated uh, Carlton. Carlton, obviously. And so Carlton could then say, look, we want him. But we've got Eddie, so we aren't going to pay overs for him. Yeah, n- not for the right now. You know what? We could wait one year yeah. to get Papley. Yeah, and then Sydney are like, well, he might have one-year contract, two, three, four, five. We don't know. It's, it's a complex-looking <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> we have to check our backup books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is John O'Patton to Hawthorne. Yeah, um, highway fucking robbery. Didn't see this one coming. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> for the uh, the f- first of the future fourth-round trades. Um, <laughs> Because this, uh, this future fourth round um, came from Melbourne, went to Hawthorne, went to GWS, and then I think visited three other clubs. I think this the was the, the, the six-team one, wasn't it? Yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. So basically the same as Patton himself. Yeah. <laughs> went around to whatever team would say yes. But this is Leon Cameron. This is what happens when you play that uh, football manager game yeah. and you start a second account just to trade the good players to your own team. <laughs> That's what we've done with GWS. Yeah, you've given them rags for a uh, number one draft pick. Um, which, to be fair, is his career highlight. I got to say, uh, you should be very proud because that used to be our North Melbourne go-to. <laughs> <laughs> Here, have Jonathan Hay. We'll take that Josh Gibson fella. I'm still dirty on that one, <laughs> Jonathan. Mind you, I, I, I don't think he knew how messed up he was in the head. I think Hawthorne did. <laughs> I think we had an inkling, and yeah. uh, I, I do appreciate now he's come out and said he has mental health issues. I'm like, yeah, you also had yeah. alcohol and drug issues. Give a couple of years for Brian Lake to do the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Not a couple of years, yeah, but it's happening. Yeah. Is he out of prison yet? Yeah, yeah, he's already done his open mic. Oh, Did God. he really? Yeah. Oh, God. Jeez, um, that'll be fun. And uh, I, I, this is one of those trades where I think it was done in June. Yeah. It's just now yeah. it's made official. Well, when he bought a house in Glen Waverley uh, in he's August. Been, he's been trading at the gym for quite a while. Um, and apparently, uh, I found out this uh, today, actually, that uh, he did his work experience at Hawthorne when he was 16. Really? Fuck. Well, yeah, way back then. So What the uh, fuck was the work experience? As a 16-year-old, yeah. yep. Clean up the towels. Yeah. Uh, when he was 16, what, Pretty what much. was it? Rub down Brian Lake's calves. I don't know if he was around then, but... Um, Bring Stuart Jew his sausages. Uh, actually, that'd be a tough fucking gig. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a rough gig. Um, yeah, he'd be running back and forth to Bunnings. Uh, he's, uh, he lived down the road from Waverley, so Waverley was his local. Yeah, there you go. So, oh, the, the tough streets of Waverley. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it'd be interesting. You're like, uh, must have been uh, hard for a guy that's six ten at sixteen. Again, so, a, another uh, recruitment made via medical department, um, and uh, already he said he's ready for week one of, uh, of preseason. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone did come out and say, this is fucking highway robbery. What have Hawthorne done? I'm like, you know, a future fourth round. I'm like, hang on a minute. It is a Melbourne future fourth round, so you know <laughs> it's a little bit higher. <laughs> with that, <laughs> with the the 
fourth rounder. What if Melbourne gets six priority picks? <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. So it becomes uh, pick seven. Mate, a future fourth rounder, there's so many going to be so many academy picks less next year. That could be pick 22. Mm. That's actually very, very true, which leads us into the next one, which was the North Melbourne pick swap. Hey, North Melbourne get active. Yeah, they decided to rock up um, by trading away their, number, their highest pick, which was pick eight. Uh, see, one of the problems with North Melbourne being mid-table in the last six, seven years... Um, is they haven't really attacked the draft. No, the highest we've had is six, uh, which we used for Simpkin, and prior to that, uh, Lockie Hansen yeah. uh, and Ben Cunnington, which was Cunnington one success. Was, I think he was pick eight or ten? Eight, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, in and, the 2009 uh, draft. But there's a bit of space around there. So, you know, new coach in, not many other positions filled as of yet. Well, that's North just it. A draft strategy, hard to, it's hard to make when your list manager... Uh, has quit and you haven't yeah. got a replacement and the guy who could probably pick the replacement is currently working for West Coast Eagles. So it's very... It's, this pick swap does look to me like North Melbourne going, you know what, we're going to hit next year's draft heavy. Well... I'm a little bit... Oh, see, I, I was like that initially. I'm like, hang on, we're giving up our, our number eight and we're getting uh, second rounders and a future... You got pick 26 uh, and pick rounder. 50 and next and, year's first round selection. Yeah, I thought that... That didn't make a lot of sense to me. But then you think about it, and it's like, well, all right, this year there was a lot of academy players too. No, no, next year there's is the real one. But yeah, no, no, there's actually more this year uh, in Father, Sons, and Academy. No, it's not. There is. Keep no, going. I, I counted them. Keep going. Um, so Finn McGuinness, for example. Yep. Um, he won't go to Hawthorne's first pick. Like he will. We'll have to bid. Someone we'll will bid on him earlier. Yeah, yeah. So that means because you can do live trading now yeah. on draft night, it could be that Hawthorne go look. North have got 26 and 27. We want both of those and we'll trade pick 19 for it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If they have 19. Uh, which is a points profit, but a position loss yeah. that works for both sides. Yeah. So it seems like North is setting himself up for that. Um, it could also be that they're deciding, Melbourne are fucked. Uh, we've got pick eight now. We're going to have pick four next year. Um, yeah, I think that somebody uh, did the math that even if Melbourne win the premiership next year on a points based, it still makes sense for North. Yeah. I view it differently. I see it as them go, you know what? We don't want one top 10 pick. We need a bunch. Mm. And they've gone, we're not going to get it this year, but we'll probably get two top 10 picks next year. What I I, I like that approach because that's what they need is yeah. you know, a, a cohort. A cohort of players. Yeah, you, you don't need one star. Mm. You need two A-grade players. Yeah, again, like we were saying earlier, Reese is still on his honeymoon period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can have a, a poor 2020 
and still survive as coach. Yeah, yeah of course he is. Um, I mean, absolutely. Brad Scott had a couple of poor years and will still survive, so we're willing to stick it through. What I don't like about that theory is it is sort of saying, you know what, next year finals aren't really on our radar. And maybe that's a fair assessment, but it does look, to me, if you say we're going to have Melbourne's next first round so that we can have two top 10 picks, means that you're assuming you're going to get a top 10 pick for your position. Well, I don't think they'd put finals off the radar because if they were, they wouldn't have kept Higgins and Goldstein. They would have traded them out for currency. But, you know, it's also, they do have a lot of young lads who they want to get game into with um, Walker, Scott, Thomas, um, Zerha. They're going to be, you hope they play 22 matches next year. So a rookie is going to spend the whole time in the Bs anyway. So they might be thinking, look, some guys that go top 10 pick, someone's going to get injured in the Bs um, and miss the whole season. Maybe pick them up in the next year's uh, trade period or rookie draft or... um, Preseason draft or whatever, or one of the seventeen trade periods they want to have next year. Uh, next one is uh, the sauce bottle has gone from uh, Adelaide to the Giants. This wasn't a surprise, was it? No, I mean, this was always no. in the cards, well, especially when uh, Jacobs got injured early on and yep. then couldn't break back into the side because of uh, Riley O'Brien. I think is yeah. uh, their preferred. Yeah, thirty-one years old as well. Rob and then Mumford, obviously having uh, less than no impact in the grand final. Sort of sixth best Richmond player. (laughs) (laughs) But for someone who came in talking the talk, he did fuck all. Like, if anything, he got uh, pushed around more than any other player. He he got absolutely beaten up um, by Stefan Martin in the Mm -hmm. uh, final against Brisbane. Yeah. He did very well in a negating role um, in the last quarter against Collingwood, against Brody. Never mind, Brody got 70 hit outs. I don't care about that. Yeah, that wasn't his job. They weren't good hit outs in the last quarter, especially. Yeah. Um, And he was, I mean, like most of GWS, he was a non-issue on Grand Final Day. But he's old. He came out of retirement and snorting coke to play. I mean, mean, you're assuming he stopped. Um, No, I'm not at all. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) I'm assuming he ran out in grand final day because he's fired his attack. Um, but it is just nice that sauce bottle and the sausage are together. You know, it's, oh, you know, there you go. Yeah, like yeah. Yep. Um, mm. I'm not the first person to notice that by any stretch, but you know, not claim it. Just claim nice. Yeah. Um, next is Billy Frampton. He's gone from Port Adelaide to Adelaide. Yeah, yeah Billy Frampton. Frampton. Do you know what he looked like? <laughs> yeah, I do. Only because I saw him <laughs> uh, in this. I, I do know that he has played a couple of games, and I thought he was okay. You know, but again, it's another one of those guys. Potential needs more opportunity. Yeah, I mean, Port Adelaide wished that uh, Kane Corns was in charge of their list because he would have got pick seven for him. Uh, he <laughs> rates him that fucking highly. He rates everyone that highly from Port Adelaide. Was he? Was he yeah. really? Who would have thought that? <laughs> um, it is. The, what I did like about this trade is there's actually a little history between Port Adelaide and Adelaide sharing players. He's about the sixth or seventh that will play for both sides. Right. Um, right. Is that AFL or just... Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, Just shows right. how many of them have current convictions that won't let them leave the state. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what's amazing is I think every single one of them has played more games for the Crows than for Port. Right. And the most is about 15. So, Jeez. Uh, it hasn't been a, a very good, happy uh, trading ground for either. But, remember, who were the last ones? Oh, you haven't heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. But well, it is funny that I would have thought these two clubs, you know, the... Like uh, Manchester United and Liverpool have not traded a player in 30, 40 years. Yeah. I thought that Adelaide and Port would kind of, even if it suited their needs, they would just want to yeah. create like, that rivalry. Fuck you. Um, Carlton and Essendon traded the first time in 16 years this year. Right. Um, I'm just surprised that there were, I went, there were six. 
when was the last time Essendon and Hawthorne traded a player to each other? Because that'd, that'd be just... Mark Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, was, it was glorious. Fuck me. Um, oh, Danny Jacobs. I don't know if that was before or after that. But, but it just seems like you've got two clubs that would be like used car dealers putting sand in the gearbox before they yeah, trade yeah. a car out. Like I said, Mark Williams. <laughs> Scott we, Gumbleton. We, well, I think like, we got pick 16 for Mark Williams and he was broken... Gumbleton, to me, is the biggest rip-off trade I've ever fucking seen happen. Uh, when he went to Frio? Yeah. Uh, because he was fucked. Completely arsed. Uh, but that's Frio's fucking fault. They should have done their due diligence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was a good player, though. He just never got there. Mm. He was a good player before he did his back. But he, once his back was done, yeah, it's like, fucked. no, cactus. Uh, thank you for bringing back that Mark Williams memory. <laughs> God, I love that one. Um, Agent Williams, as Hawthorne supporters called him. <laughs> All right, next trade, uh, Dougal Howard and Paddy Ryder um, to the Saints. I really like this for the Saints. I think the Saints' main weakness has been, well, ability. Football, but, uh, particularly, football basically. Particularly backline ability. Um, I, the, the only thing is, he's not that great um, with disposal, but again, yep. backman, that's all right. Not great with off-field instance either. Um, don't know, I feel like... No, no, I'm talking about Paddy Ryder. Paddy Ryder. I would... Paddy Ryder to me seems, and look, I don't know the bloke, so maybe I'm wrong, but seems to have just no heart. Seems like another Carlisle trade, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> really? Do they need it? I don't think they do. He's a bit of the steak knives in this one, though. I, yeah, I feel but like. I feel yeah. like it's like steak knives that you loved 10 years ago, but the world's moved yeah. on, steak knives yeah, are better now. A little bit. I mean, he's a tall ruckman. Um, yeah. You yeah. Know, but I don't think he got his body right at Port Adelaide in the last two years anyway. No, I don't think he tried. Yeah, it didn't seem like it. Maybe he just didn't like living in Adelaide. I don't know. I do remember he was the one that tapped it down to Robbie Gray, who kicked the goal that sunk the Saints in a game against Port. Right. That might have been this year or the year before. Actually, probably the year before. Um, Dougal Howard, I like as a player. I think he's got a lot of potential. Yeah, so. no, same. I think he's similar to Sam Frost, but slightly better. Yeah, and probably a little bit slower by foot, but not by much. This is also uh, St Kilda needed that number ten pick to facilitate the. Uh, Brad Hill trade yep, which yep. come up to later on I think Saints won this trade oh, for sure just because of Dougal yeah no I'd say so because 12 and 18 again and, a, and, a, fu- and a future uh, third rounder I, I don't think it's worth that much plus you've got also factory in Gold Coast are using a priority pick so they're yeah. automatically getting the top two there's a lot of father sons and academy so you know actually Saints gave up 12 and 18 yeah and got pick 10 back oh okay yeah. right yeah. so I think, yeah. I think Port could Legit end up with like the fifteenth and twenty third best player in the draft, and they've given up two players who are best twenty two. So, yeah, I think the yeah. Saints win. The, the Dougal Howard one I don't like from a Port Adelaide point of view. Yeah. Um, but picks twelve and eighteen, I for, think for there's a couple on, of father sons. I think for moving on, Paddy Wright, that's a great pickup for Port. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, particularly because they've been using other players, but also St Kilda do have um, uh, what's his fucking face? Uh, TB Marshall. No? Tuberculosis. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> no, I forgot his fucking name. We expected a big season of him, but he didn't do much. Tim Bradley. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, excuse me. On to Hugh Greenwood, um, who uh, found his way up to the Gold Coast uh, for a future third and a future fourth. So not much given up. Yeah, I don't mind that. For um, Gold Coast. And it's not like they need more draft picks. Yeah. Well, I think Gold Coast win there because they've given pretty shit draft picks. Um, granted, 
you would expect the future third and future fourth to be more like a future second and third. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it'll be... At the top know. of the third round and the top of the fourth round. Yeah. Yep. Here's what will happen is the Gold Coast will go up there, will do some things, they'll get him good. It'll come to Richmond in like <laughs> three years. Mark it right now, three years, he'll be in a Tigers uniform. But I mean, as it stands this very day, you'd have to think, I expect more from Gold Coast in 2020 than Adelaide. Oh, ooh. really? That's a big call. Well, Adelaide look like big. they're all at fucking sea. I know, but it's Gold Coast. It's Gold Coast too. <laughs> it's Gold Coast. But- <laughs> Gold Coast don't look organised. <laughs> no, no. Gold Coast like, look at us, we're swimming in the sea. <laughs> yeah. um, it's good for Gold Coast because Hugh Greenwood is a mature player. He's 28 now. Um, he's only 50 games into his career. so mm. And he wanted to go there. And he wanted to go there. That's exactly where I was going. Like basketball and some shit. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so they got a... Another player with a basketball background. Uh, next trade, Darcy Cameron to Collingwood um, yeah. for, for nothing, essentially. Yeah. That's the thing that uh, worries me. Like Swans gave a player and received pick 56. He must be fucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he. I think he's played three games or something like that. He spent most of the year down in the NEFL when Sydney were having ruck issues. So that says where the his he sits in uh, John Longmire's priority. So he's a bit shit. Well, they didn't want to play him. Put it that way. Well, he's probably got... I mean, probably going to get fucking sued for libel here. He's probably got some sort of coke habit or some shit that... Uh, well, that's assumed. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but he's not good enough to justify it. Yeah. Well, he, he's, he's not buddy. No, well, he's just getting shit stuff in Sydney, so he's going to call him. <laughs> <laughs> they know the good shit is. It just comes with Trenobol as well, that's um, all. Didn't have connections in Sydney, obviously. It does smack a little bit. Remember a couple of years ago, who was the... Uh, D- Daniel Curry, um, who left... Yeah, uh, yeah Super Daniel. Left um, north, Go- north, because he couldn't couldn't yeah. get past Goldstein and went up uh, to Brisbane or somewhere and Gold, uh, Coast. Gold Coast, yeah, Gold Coast, and, and, and smashed it. Um, or uh, you know, Darcy Cameron didn't- wants to break into the ruck behind Brode. Grundy, mm. Well, it, it does smack a bit of uh, the Proust trade, like uh, a bloke who couldn't get behind uh, you know top level ruckman, yeah. but he's gone to a behind a better ruckman, yeah. It, it's a worse club for you to get a game. Although, I can see Collingwood's side point of view. So, obviously, it, we don't believe his excuse because no, it's bullshit. So, no, exactly. that's not true. Yeah. Um, so, it's Coke, definitely. It's Coke. <laughs> Collingwood, like Brodie Grundy comes out of contract next year. There is a possibility he goes home to South Australia. It's not so. I hope he does. Um, but you can see Collingwood go, okay, well, you'll be a year older then. Let's, just in case, let's come here. Yeah. I hope he actually goes to Adelaide as well. So they can be like, all right, we'll take uh, fucking... Shit, I don't know. What do you got? <laughs> you don't have picks. You don't have players. Um, the, the, Collingwood couldn't take we'll, players we'll, anyway. We'll they couldn't afford to pay contract. We'll take Highmarsh Square or something. Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, we'll take Henley. Your mascot? Yeah. <laughs> like it's a crow. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. We we'll just put like Pepe Le Pew, <laughs> putting a white stripe down the back of a of cat. Of a cat. Yeah. Um, uh, that was quite rapey. <laughs> <laughs> the next pick is the next trade. Sorry, is Swans trading for points against Carlton? Who cares? Uh, yeah, I, I don't get that. Carlton aren't using a third and a fourth round fucking pick. Uh, They've traded in fourteen players. Points, points, points. Yeah. Um, Zach Smith is going back to the Gold Coast um, for pick fifty-eight. Do you reckon his lock is still full? I, I don't think it. Yeah, I think he's probably left the way he left it around there. Um, this is fine because again, uh, Ruck was one of the problem areas for Geelong mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, um, I think he was part of that problem. It, they weren't playing him, yep. so when it's uh, just like Darcy Cameron, we have an issue with the Ruck. We got Zach Smith. 
Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take the issue, thanks. Yeah, what we'll do is we'll hire Sean Grigg, <laughs> which is what they did. May have. May, probably should have. Um, so Zach Smith, back to the Gold Coast, uh, he might have been happier up there. Um, it, I mean, it's the first go-home um, uh, pick for Gold Coast, so yeah, yeah. well done. Yeah, yeah normally, yep. yeah. It's the first day. What did you learn? <laughs> I think it was a foundation. Uh, I'd love to player. see that. Okay, all right, what can you tell us? Yeah. All right, lads, kick yeah. it forward. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's what they're doing. <laughs> all the guys were like, How? Brad Scott's car is green. <laughs> <laughs> What's Gary like now? <laughs> <laughs> you just get this energy when in the same room. Uh, it's quite amazing. Yeah. Uh, the next one, Louis Taylor from Brisbane to Sydney uh, for a, a third round pick. I actually really like that. I've, I rate uh, Taylor fairly highly. I think he's all right. I yeah. think he's going to do well in the Sydney environment. That's definitely a win for Sydney. Yep. Yeah, and I'd say he will give Papley a run for his money. Oh, I mean, he's going to play a different end of the ground, but um, I think that uh, with guys like uh, Jack and McVeigh who have left yeah. Sydney, yep. I think Louis Taylor is going to be a bit of that distributor um, mm. across the back. I like yeah. him. Plus, he's a little shithead. <laughs> uh, I do like the shitheads. Everyone you loves do. a shithead. You do. Um, and, and unapologetically so he's, he's not quite Harley Bunnell level oh god um, or uh, what, was he, what was the other shithead uh, Munster fucking free uh, Hayden Ballantyne Hayden Ballantyne he's not quite that shithead level either but but he wants to be which I appreciate his effort um, he had a good uh, debut season Louis Taylor I think he was up there for yeah, the he's like a stuff. perineum he, he's almost <laughs> yeah, a cunt almost oh, a cunt. the old gooch <laughs> that's the one alright next one Jack Stevens at Geelong so I mean, it's big. It's it's another trade that was done in May. Yeah, uh, yeah, yep. just about. Uh, and, and for fifty eight as well. So for well, for fuck all. Well, that's one of the things I liked about this one is there's no mucking around from St Kilda. Um, they came out and said, "Look, he will be going to Geelong. We don't care if it's unders. He wants to go there. His mental health is more important." I don't understand like, why Geelong wanted him because they get him for pick fifty eight. Really? Yeah, but it's just clogs up and already clogged. Midfield is a little bit. Yeah, I feel like this is a catch twenty two though. Like Saint, he, Saints' problem was a clogged midfield, so I'm not against them. It's one of their better ones, but you can't keep him. Get rid of him. Solves problems for them. I think it adds problems to Geelong. I think this is a catch twenty two. Like everyone read catch twenty two in high school, so you know the whole. Um, you have to be. Man, if, you think, if you think I finished a book that they gave us in high school, <laughs> you are kidding yourself. I was finished, there a movie? I well, finished two. Well, the, the I cr- worked the video easy, so if there was a movie, I'm straight on. I don't it. think there was. No but, other motherfucker in the town could hire it because I had it. <laughs> well, the, the crux of it was to, to get out of war, you had to be insane. It was an insane thing to want to stay in war. So yeah. the Cats 22, the only way you could get out was if you didn't want to get out kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's sort of the Jack Stephen. Like, uh, the only way he wanted to leave was to declare himself uh, depressed, but staying at St Kilda would make you depressed. So, you mm. know, he, he managed to break that cycle. So he's yeah. done well. So what well. you're saying is he's not depressed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a paradox. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he's actually found the way out. Um, but uh, for Geelong, though, I mean, they're in the premiership window. They were, you know, minor premiers this year. Um, Jack Stevens has had some uh, weight issues on top of his missing footy. Yep. He could be an unlikely bulky hero. You uh, never know. Well, the, the, he's going to do a Stuart Dew. Exactly. Exactly. Could be. Um, but he has won a couple of best and fairest at St Kilda, so he's a decent player. But yeah, I won. I think it's uh, <laughs> low risk from uh, from Geelong. But you're right. It does. It's a bit like um, Gary Rowan. They picked up as yeah. well. Yeah, but. I, I do think successful teams tend to have very successful B-sides. And having guys like Stephen out there putting pressure on your A-side, but also yeah. showing your VFL, SNFL, Waffle team, whatever, 
how an AFL player plays, prepares, yep. and how they go about it on game day mm. makes the whole B side better. Yeah, um, absolutely. He's definitely going to bring some of the success from St Kilda across with him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's best 22 in the VFL side for sure. Yep. Probably. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Any, any team. Uh Calamachi has gone from Brisbane to Gold Coast for a future second, future fourth. Oh, is he not just visiting or is he oh. coming back? <laughs> oh, this will, this, will set, this is at the rivalry right up. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it, it, that's how I feel. I don't, I don't know you're taking the piss, but it's a saving. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought... Speaking uh, of rivalries. I actually think that Gold Coast uh, do better out of that trade. I don't think I'll give a fuck. Hang on, did they get rid of him? Yes. Yeah, they'd be better. <laughs> and uh, the big one, Bradley Hill um, from uh, Frio on to St. Kilda. So uh, St. Kilda get uh, Brad Hill and a third round selection next year. Yep. Uh, Frio get Blake Akers, pick 10, pick 58, a future second rounder and a future fourth rounder. So well, fuckload that, of picks. They got the max, but he he won their best and fairest, yeah? Not this year, last year. Last year. Um I don't see him as part of Frio's strategy going forward. Uh, yeah, I, I mean... He beat Lockie Neal for the best last year. Uh, yes, or the year before. Well, and Fife, you could argue. Yeah, well, Fife won it he this year. Play in there, sure. was he? Yeah. Um, but he, he is a best and fairest winner at Frio. Right. Um, either way. Yep. Um, I mean, he, he's, a, he's a good player. I mean, he's 26. Very good player. Yeah. yeah 27, player. so... What's he it, played, like 300 games at 20, 26 or something? <laughs> something stupid like that. Um... Frio clearly uh, would have preferred he stayed because mm-hmm. um, he had a, I think he had three years to go on a contract yeah. or something stupid. Yeah. Well, St. Kilda said they wanted speed. Um, got a bit confused, but they got both. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Frio, I think, have done all right considering they get a, a Blake Akers, a good player, yeah. decent player. Serviceable. Yep. Serviceable. And, you know, pick number 10. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's, that's a good pick. Well, Akers played a fair bit in defence, yeah? I think, I, I think, think so. But because I think... they had no defenders, so he yeah. had to. Well, that's basically. what I mean. Like, if you're a defender at St. Kilda, you fucking worked out. Yeah, you're, yeah. it means you're a shit yep. midfielder. <laughs> but you got a lot. He got a lot of the ball. He was having 70 possession yeah. games sometimes. <laughs> uh, he definitely got to see a lot of the ball. I don't know if he got a lot of it, but he saw it. He was in yeah. the vicinity of it. He was close. <laughs> uh, most of it spent looking up in the sky as it went over his head. Yeah, broken neck watching it go. But uh, Yeah, no, that, Brad Hill's better than... Uh, acres, but all those trades I actually don't mind for Frio. Again, they're setting themselves up for a, a big couple of seasons. Yeah. And yep. you know, pick ten means um, they'll get the best Western Australian in the draft. Yeah. yeah, but also means they can put pressure on some of the you know other academy and father sons that Perhaps. you'd expect to be about pick eighteen, nineteen, yeah. because with the draft discount, if it goes pick ten, you'd still probably look at uh, throwing the points at him. Yeah. If they want to be cunts. <laughs> and why wouldn't you? Oh, fuck yeah, Adelaide do it. Uh, next one is Pittenet from Hawthorne to Carlton um, for, you know, uh, basically peanuts. Something. Um, it's good for yeah. Pittenet because he dominated the ruck in the VFL but just couldn't get a look in at AFL. Yep. So he becomes uh, depth um, for Carlton and probably play, you know, 20 games next year for him. Well, yeah, because Cruiser will be out for exactly. 20. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be out for 15. Um, Andrew Phillips, uh, a bit the same. Um, or another ruckman goes to Essendon. Yeah. He's uh, a lot of Essendon supporters go. Don't know who he is. Is he an upgrade on Zach Clark? <laughs> I assume yes. Yeah. <laughs> the default answer is yes. Yes. Um, that's pretty much all that is. It's just more um, uh, backup for Bill Chambers, who unfortunately was injured for a large portion of last year. Yep. Yeah. I mean, for Essendon, it's kind of like uh, reverse Russian roulette. They're just yeah. hoping a shot gets off. They're going to keep spinning that barrel, mm-hmm. yep. and eventually they're going to find a live bullet. I was yep. amazed that Phillips was... He's 27 or 28. 
Really? I thought oh, I thought he was 22. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, big man. He might keep going until he's 29. Yeah. <laughs> Before he breaks down. Yeah. Um, Josh Bruce is one of the players leaving St. Kilda, which yeah. is unusual. Yep. Um, I think he might have just been squeezed out. So Saints get picks 32 and uh, 51. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Bruce. Fucking, who needs a Who wins this really? one? No one. Mm. No one, really. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Stringer Basically, Stringer wins this one because it shows that um, Bulldogs can make uh, poorer well, trades. I mean, it's just that Bulldogs wanted a key forward. I mean, uh, Andrew Norton had a couple of good games this year, yeah, um, but they haven't had a key forward for. But he's only twenty-two or something, isn't he? Yes, he's a young. He might even be younger than that. Mm-hmm. Let's um, say he's nineteen. Yeah, why not? Let's go with it. Fuck it. But Josh Bruce can have good games and can have very poor periods. But I, I do feel that at St Kilda, he was sort of relied on a bit too much. But, yep. So I think at the Dogs, uh, they'll rely less on him saving the game for them and more on effort. Because the Bulldogs, besides uh, a couple of players, aren't the cleanest team, but they are no. very, very hungry. Yep. Yeah. Which is what they'd expect of him. They're like, look, mate, you might fuck up, but as long as you are just fucking gagging for the ball, we'll accept it and move on with I it. Mean, so I think that's different pressure. Yeah, if I was the Bulldogs, I'd rely on him for nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I just uh, let him shack up with Libba for a couple of weeks and uh, say... That is the worst thing they could do. Say, look, mate, if you don't pull your finger out... So uh, you're you're tagging Libba off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure he don't fuck up. Hey, you're, you're his Uber yeah. driver. <laughs> that was Ben Dixon's job with Buddy Franklin at Hawthorne for a good couple of years. Yep. He was his off-field tagger. Oh, wow. Um, the next one I like better for the Bulldogs, uh, Alex Keith um, for yeah. uh, and some pick swaps. Very nice pick up. Um, I think this is great. I'm very surprised that Adelaide let him go so uh, cheaply. Well, they probably, just, they probably just wanted to get their outgoing sorted yep. in time because, um, you know, they were pretty much a fucking vending machine. And like, maybe he didn't actually properly leave. He's added his name to like someone's list of, I'm leaving. <laughs> it was out there. It was, they maybe thought it was an administrator <laughs> or, or something. Like a, a change.org petition. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> you reckon like, the, the, card, the leaving card for Don Pike went around and he signed <laughs> it and went, oh shit, what have I done? I still remember going to a, this is a random story, going to a 18th birthday party back in the day. And we weren't actually invited, but we were there. Um, and I remember being around the presence table with me and my mate Gaz. Yep. We were looking through the cards. It was like, to Rosemary. You are the greatest granddaughter I've ever had. We love you so much. Hope you have a wonderful day and year. Love, Grandma, Grandpa, Brenton and Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> those, those voice recording cards are fucking shit outs, aren't they? <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Um, and, uh, Alex Keith, obviously, leaving the Crows, they get uh, Tom Duday back this year from his knee, Rico. So it's yep. a bit of a like-for-like. So maybe surplus to need. But, oh. So they traded him with SportsMed. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, Tom Cutler goes from Brisbane to Essendon. Uh, uh, for, so we might never see him anyway. Yeah, he's a bit of a... Uh, Didn't a see a lot of him before, to be honest. List yeah. clogger, but... Uh, we'll see him have a couple of pints. Well done. There you go. Uh, Zach yeah. Jones also joins St. Kilda um, for lots of pick-swapping there. Um, interesting one, because he's got a lot of mongrel about him, Zach Jones. Not much um, silk. Well, he's like... Nathan Jones light, which well, is expected, but I guess he kind of is, yeah. really, isn't he? But uh, I don't. I, I think this is one of the ones you you pick him on potential, which is part of what uh, getting a new player in is about. Yeah. Um. I I don't mind it. It says a bit about where the two sides are because um, St Kilda are picking him for the now, and Sydney have gone. Uh, okay, we'll take some points. But There's some academy players coming. I mean, just off the top of your head, who's the hardest bloke at St Kilda? 
Zach Jones. Yeah. He is now. Um, other than that, the list manager. I mean, there's no player <laughs> I think of St. Kilda go, oh, he had a hard hit. Like, Brett Ratton. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who it isn't Paddy McCartan nope. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> he's got a Brent Stake a little highlight but um, yeah no, I, I really like that just for that hardness factor because yep, look, if you're going to win a final you need to have hardness uh, there's zero doubt about that uh, making a final is a whole nother fucking hurdle St. Kilda need to get yeah. through before that but I think Zach Jones is sort of the future pick where they're like alright we want a bit of a bit of the ability to in, physically intimidate at least one midfielder at it, some stage of this season. But it does say that uh, along with Saints picking up you know eight players or whatever it was mm. during this period they're looking at we want some results uh, in the next two years. You know? I mean people are really really talking about Zach Jones in this trade but I really think what Saints were after was actually pick 56. <laughs> That's what you think. Exactly. Because then they could pick up Dan Butler in the in the next trade. So for, essentially, for, that's for what pick they six, 56. And I'm like, that's actually a good trade. You get, I don't know, someone Jones and Dan Butler. <laughs> someone Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zach Jones was just being a bit of a diva. And they're saying, hey, hey, you're going to come into Saints. What do you want? He's like, a butler. Like, All right, Dan Butler, we're on. Yeah. He's like, oh, wait, no. But th- oh, fuck it. All right, fair enough. Clearly, Saints win that trade. Dan Butler yeah. for pick 56. Absolutely. He's, he's a decent player. He's a good player, yeah, but wouldn't fit again, our team. Again, again, the 25th best player at Richmond. Yeah, um, 27th. Yeah, whatever it is, yeah. but he'll be best 22 at Saints. Yeah, for sure. And young kid, speed, coming from a very successful program. Uh, yeah, big, big win for St. Kilda, that one. Uh, the next one, Jenkins uh, to Geelong for pick 37. I am I think that Adelaide might have actually won this one because pick 37 for a bloke that you stuck in the sample for half the year. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, um, they did give up. A future third rounder tied to the Gold Coast, so pretty much a second rounder as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think they got a lot from him because um, it's a, a low third rounder, a high second rounder, yeah, and a player leaves, but they got something. Yeah, and uh, he took a big pay cut for this trade to happen to Josh Jenkins. So yeah. Adelaide, I guess, get a little bit of salary relief. Uh, which is good because Brad Crouch apparently wants a million bucks next year. Does he really? I mean, I, I don't blame the bloke for asking because every exactly other motherfucker's right. left. Yep. How would you feel though? He's clearly picked his timing has been terrible because he's a midfielder who's asked for a million dollars a season and North have just stopped. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> any of the last four it's years, <laughs> North would have done it like in a flash. Yep. Well, maybe that's where he's throwing it out. And North's like, we just fucking got rid of our list manager. What the yeah. fuck are we going to do? Yeah. I don't know. Does, do you have the logins to the bank in Melbourne? No, I don't <laughs> fucking have it. Oh, it's fucking still tied to fucking old mate's thumbprint. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, sorry, it's in the other account. I've got a, a good transfer of the bank's shut. Uh, <laughs> They're on the, on the phone to Dusty. Wait, Dusty, you remember those numbers we were talking about? Can you remember what the pin was? No? Oh, fuck. Uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, it's in my car. Just can't, <laughs> just can't get to it. Um, it's in the glove box. No, no, not that one, not that yeah, one. Yeah. But it does feel like, again, with Geelong, it's another, it's Jack Stephen. It's, um, yeah. uh, I think they're just going to have a fight to the death before Brad the Hill. first uh, first match and just whoever wins. Yeah. Rowan, um, you know, Gary Rowan. Gary it's, Rowan. it's just another, oh. like, why are you getting more mature age players? Stevens yeah. v. Jenkins, MMA. Oh, oh, I'm on that. Jenkins. Well, Stevens is fat. Um, <laughs> you can tank out with this shit. <laughs> the next one is uh, Aiden Bonner to North. Josh, get your pun out of the way. Oh, the Shin Bonner. No, no, yep. That's shit. That's fucked. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to make another punt, Aiden. Um, I fucked that up too. Yeah. Um, he's below average in most stats. So, look, 
What stats is your above average? Uh, games played. No, no, he's he's elite in goals scored as a defender. So is he really? Yeah, he scores. Does he know which one of the end of the ground to go to? He scores, and that's with I think he scores 0.7 goals per game. It's like having the most hitouts as a small forward. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, but you know they've given up nothing for him. He's. Yeah, this it's, could explain it's why player. things went wrong. You're, you're full um, backman. You was in the fucking forward line. No, he's uh, actually good mates with Josh Kelly. So this is one of those. <laughs> you're trying to get uh, get the mates over. And then still, tee this shit up. Still not giving up on that one. That's like bloody Carlton and drafting Matthew Pavlich. Or trading for Matthew Pavlich, yeah. Um, He's right. still a fucking chance. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and the final one, James H is at his third club oh, now. Oh, mate, Aish, I have not thought about this bloke in a while. Me neither. <laughs> He's a bladed bunch in a while. Uh, and again... You hate him and you don't I, know why. I, I, I have no clue. There's nothing about him that offends me. And yet, somehow, it's just like... A splinter under my skin. What I do love is uh, when he was drafted um, by, uh, was it Brisbane? Yes. I think it was yes. University. Um, coming from a very famous South Australian football family. Maybe that's why I don't like him. Uh, a lot of people were, uh, we shouldn't draft him because the go-home factor would be pretty strong to pull him back to South Australia. So far, he's played for a Queensland side, a Victorian <laughs> side, and now a WA side. I'm like, Sydney and GWS are next. <laughs> maybe, he's, maybe his dad's just a bit of a cunt. He's like, he if I go back, he's going to be fucking over all the time. <laughs> Ask me for money. He's going to be everywhere but home. Because he was Norwood, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. very famous name. He and uh, Macintosh. Yeah. Um, I remember yeah. Macintosh because they had... That was the year that Norwood had the uh, zip-up Guernseys. Yep. And that zip was under a lot of fucking pressure. The, the uh, Lycra zip-up Guernseys. Yeah, that's right. Oh, fuck me. I don't know who made that shit. Lasted one year. Yeah. But they lasted all fucking year. So whoever was doing that, get them in the AFL because <laughs> those uh, those textile manufacturers earned their cash. Um, I think that year too, they said we'll be the hardest to ever tackle and they got tackled more than they had in the previous five years. Um, <laughs> yeah, because they just spent half the time rubbing their own nipples. Something like that, yeah. Um, all right, so that's trade week all wrapped up. Um, I do think that it should be four days. It's just the media that wants it. Yep. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, all all the people that listen to trade radio every fucking day, uh, why? Just <laughs> well, I didn't, because I knew we don't fuck all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, same here. When you don't have any trade stuff, it kind of makes it harder. But um, I look, I listen to probably a total of uh, 45 minutes, and 40 of them were in the last uh, 40 minutes of trade. And the other 30 were ads? Math sucks, but uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> 30 um, of them were ads is what I was trying to say. Yeah, and... Uh, it's it's not fun. No. It, what they should have is they have the uh, the official AFL uh, player cards, like the AFL Select. Yep. Just get out there, you get your hand, and then you're like, all right, full forward, full forward, full forward, and then you swap. Yeah. And then, you know, have all them go, going and doing that. And then you can have a play-at-home version as well. So, see, there's some merchandising options. It, it is, what they're going to do, they're going to open source the actual discussions. They're going to be in a room, yep. mic'd up, and you can actually listen to what's going on. Yep, that's the only way to make it interesting. Yeah. But it, yeah. it is purely the media agencies that want two weeks yeah. um, for it. Um, or they decide the game playing AFL Live Evolution. No one plays that game, so... <laughs> that's what I mean. They'll, they'll be scouring the country to find someone who's good at it. The only good thing I can say about Trade Radio was I did listen to it for a little bit, um, not out of choice, but uh, the callers that ring up. Um, <laughs> every single club. Was, oh, I know. Oh, can we get a first-round pick for... Uh, this player that's not in our best twenty-five. Yeah. It's like, Jesus yeah. Every club, every club does it. I listened to a Hawthorne one. They wanted a second-round pick for Grant Birchall. I'm like, dude, 
he's not getting a game for us. Like, he, he, no. Yeah, um, I thought it was cheeky to ask for a first rounder for Hodgie this year. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, we nearly got a second rounder for Cyril. Um, <laughs> I can believe it. But uh, the one thing I did like about it was uh, in one of the phone-ups, it was actually Dwayne Russell was answering it, and uh, the guy rang up and goes, all right, oh, I've got some information for you. Now, I can't tell you where I got this from, Click. <laughs> no, we don't deal with that kind of shit. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm like, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a minor positive in what was... Yeah. Fair. I mean, to be fair, a lot of people were saying, I can't tell this information where I got it from, um, but my name is Matthew Lloyd, and here's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. At least they put a name next to it. All right, that'll do us for the trade yeah. week. Uh, next week, we've got... Um, we have actually got some plans um, mm. for some fillers for the off-season. We're yeah. going to look at the 10-year-ago uh, trade weeks yeah. um, and see who yeah. won. Well, that the '09 um, trade and draft was a very, very massive. massive. Yeah, it was expected to be a big one, and it was. Yep. Um, so we'll uh, have a look at who got it right we'll and who got it wrong. Yeah. Um, and after that, we've got uh, some ideas over the summer how we can turn our $120 advertising payment into some new equipment. So, yep. uh, so yeah. work we'll gamble. Let it ride. Yeah, yeah. That's a twenty leg multi. That's it. It's our <laughs> let it ride summer where we end up with nothing. Yep. Mm. All right. Cheers. Peace. Ciao. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.